Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today's Wednesday, November the 11th of 2020. Glad you guys are here with us today on Veterans Day. So we'll celebrate mm-hmm. veterans as we go throughout the show this morning. It's also National Sunday Day. Like, like ice, cream. ice cream. Okay. Yeah, that mm. sounds pretty good, right? Yeah. It's also National Singles Day. Won't be celebrating that. No need to feel bad if you're single. You have freedom. That's what I read. I'm not oh, saying yeah, that. Oh, yeah, of course. You read it. That didn't come from me. Huh. You reacted like that came from the heart for a yeah, second. Yeah, it kind of sounded like it did, but moving on. Sure. So it's also National Pizza with the Works, except Anchovies Day. Mm, are you that guy? Uh, I like the Works. I don't. Anchovies, eh. I used to do that as a party trick. I'd eat those. No. That's gross. Yeah, my party trick. No one tricks. wants to know that party trick or see it, except dudes. Was it just a weird bachelor bachelor party or something? I've never been to one of those, oh. except my own. No, my deal was I would always do things that I thought would impress girls. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if that's one of them. Yeah, they didn't seem to be that impressed. <laughs> and then your breath. Yeah. Yeah, Haven't probably not the while. best thing to do. So I used to do that with the with the anchovies and with the raw eggs. That was kind of, if I ever got invited to a party, which I really didn't get invited to very many parties, that's what I would do. <laughs> Maybe there's a reason. Yeah. So don't ever follow any advice from my childhood or my youth. If you're a young person yeah. and you're trying to figure mm-hmm. out the world today, listen to what I say and do the opposite. <laughs> yes. Because then you're going to end up much better off than I did. I'm pretty much uh, sure of that. So. How was your couch to 5K experience? Well, Brandon, I did not start yesterday. How about I that? I plan on today. How about that? Yes. But you wanted extra motivation. You're like, hey, talk me into why I should do this. And I'm like, well, here's all these different reasons why. You did. It just didn't work. Well, good. Yeah. I'm glad I'm able I'm to motivate I'm going to try you. again today. Hopefully it won't rain. You're going to try again today. You didn't try yesterday. <laughs> I didn't have time yesterday. You didn't have 30 minutes for nope. you? You time? Nope. Because when I told you it's you time, it's the challenge, it's feeling the adrenaline rush and the endorphins at the end of it. No, I'd love to sign up for that. Because legitimately, like three and a half weeks ago, I hated running. I was the guy in school who used to have my mom write the note that I had asthma so I didn't have to run. And now you're wanting to train people on how to run marathons. No, I'm not wanting to do that. Not quite that. But I do feel like That's it's good. the challenge when you get done with it. And I really do. I want to start. Okay. Well, if you want to, you I need know. to do. You know? Thanks, Dad. All right. I'm just trying to help you out here. <laughs> you're right. People have been saying they think your cardio is bad. Oh. Yeah, they saw <laughs> okay. you walk in the steps at work. <laughs> Like, she's out of breath. Step four. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so the year was 1995, and George Strait had the number one song in country music on this day. And Emmy Lou got caught passing me a note. But before the the teacher took it, I read what she wrote. Do you love me? Do you want to be my friend? And if you do, If you want to, I think this is how love goes. Check yes or no. I think you just hit a high note that isn't in the song. Probably. Did you hear it? It's like nails down a chalk. Now we're grown up and she's my wife. Still like two kids with stars in our eyes. 
Ain't much changed, I still chase the blue Up and down the hall, around the bed in our room Last night I took her out in a white limousine Twenty years together, she still gets to me Can't believe it's been that long ago When we got started with just a hello Do you love me? Do you want to be my friend? And if you do, well then don't be afraid to take me by the hand If you want to, I think this is how love goes Check yes or no It was 25 years ago today this song was number one in country music. Do you love me? Do you want to be my friend? And if you do, well then don't be afraid to take me by the hand. If you want to, I think this is how love goes. Check yes or no. Check yes or no. The king of country man. Check yes or no. George Strait. It was check yes or no, and it was number one on this day, 25 years ago, in 1995. What's happening with your favorite celebrities? Brandon Baxter in the mornings got you gossip. Got you gossip on Britney Spears. Again, another court case was in the L.A. courts yesterday trying to have Britney's dad, Jamie Spears, removed from her conservatorship. So Britney's been under this conservatorship for like 12 years now. And the basic deal is he controls her career, finances, and all that stuff. Britney basically feels like she's not exactly sure what her dad does with the money. She's not sure about career choices. Sometimes he makes decisions and doesn't check in with her. So she wants her dad done with it. She wants somebody else to be in control of her finances and her career. She says now, her people are saying, that if Jamie Spears, her father, is still the the guy in charge of the conservatorship, that she might never perform again. She doesn't feel safe, doesn't feel safe with the decisions, and has no idea how he uses her $60 million fortune. So, wow. pretty crazy stuff. We have, we maybe, possibly have seen the end of Britney Spears on stage. Gotcha gossip on Jason Momoa. So, he's most known for playing Aquaman in the DC Universe movie franchise. And it's extremely challenging for me to look at Jason Momoa and think, he used to be broke. He had nothing. Yeah. So, before landing the role of Aquaman, Jason was on the hit show Game of Thrones. But he was killed off in 2011 before that show really blew up. So, after he left, he said things were really hard for his family, which included his wife, Lisa Bonet, and their kids. And in a recent interview, he said that they spent several years struggling to pay the bills, that they were starving after Game of Thrones. Wow. He couldn't get work. Went on to say how challenging it was when you have babies and you're completely in debt and trying to, to do that. Obviously, things turned around. He kept pushing forward, and it did turn around for him. He is now Aquaman. He's one of the biggest stars, yeah. male-leading stars in Hollywood. Everybody goes through stuff. And he looks like a superstar. Yeah, he does. He kind of has that rock element, you know, uh-huh. big, muscular. Yeah ruggedly handsome and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So David the Barrel Boy, he said one time that his man crush was yeah. Jason Momoa. Yeah, I get it. I bet, you, I bet David would have reached out to help Jason in his I'm struggling no times. No doubt, surely. It got your gossip on American Idol. Get ready, it's coming back. I know you've been waiting for it. American Idol back on ABC for another season. It's the fourth season on ABC. 
And the show returns on Valentine's Day, February the 14th. Back on the show, Luke Bryan, Katy Perry, Lionel Richie, uh, and Ryan Seacrest all back. So if you're a fan of American Idol, get ready. It's coming back on February the 14th. And of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we got you gossip. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So I brought up something to my wife that then instantly made me feel awkward. Like maybe I shouldn't have said this to her. Because as you've told me before, you keep a lot of secrets. Oh, yes. So many secrets. But I said something to her the other day. I think Kai was saying, hey, does so-and-so live in a mansion or, or something like that? And I said, Leslie, do you remember the game MASH? We used to play as kids, right? And it was mansion, apartment, shack, shed, or, shed shack, or shack, or, yeah. or house. Mm-hmm. And then didn't you do the circle thing? Like you do the circle and then I'd stop. say stop and, and then you'd have to count, count the lines. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the categories of MASH? Yes, kind of. Okay, give me the categories. It was, um, you have to name three boys that you would like to marry. Boys to marry, okay. Then it was uh, names of your kids. Names of kids, okay. (laughs) It was like, what car will you be driving? What is your car? And what color? Is that a different topic? I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think, oh, what your job's going to be. What your job is, okay. And um, how many how many kids you'll have? So the number of kids are those the categories for Mash? I I think I, I just can still draw it out. If you <clears throat> give me a piece of notebook paper, I could still draw it out. Let's play it because it was such a fun game as a kid. And then as I'm talking about it, I'm like, wait a minute, is this weird that I used to play this game? But then my wife admitted that yeah. she and her friends used to play Mash as well. Yeah, when you didn't have phones back when you were in elementary school, you did stuff with paper. Right. So I was in a restaurant yesterday and they gave me one of the paper menus, right? Uh-huh. And I'm like, well, what can I do with this? Because I spilled some, uh, some, what do you call it? Uh, salsa on it. So then I'm like, Kai, watch this. And I started, at first of all, I was going to do the box thing that you could talk. The fortune teller. Is that what it was? It was it, this game. It wasn't something that talked, but yeah, it was a fortune teller. And you would go pick one, two, three, or four. And then they'd say four. And you'd go one, two, three, four. And then they'd have to pick something else. Yeah. Like, oh, I choose number three. And then yeah. they go one, two, three. And then when you pick your fortune and turn it up, that told you your fortune. But the person who made it gets to tell the fortunes. Okay. You get to make up the fortune. That one sounds a lot harder. So once I started to realize I didn't know it's how to do scientific. that. very scientific. Yeah, I, did, I didn't know how to do that yeah. anymore. I made a paper airplane. Oh. Which, and it's weird because Kai is 11. I don't know that he's ever seen anybody make a paper airplane. Yeah. But I remember as a kid, you wanted to make your paper airplane and see if it would fly further than anybody I'm, else's paper airplane in the class. Yeah, I'm looking at yours Am right I doing now. it right? And then you so far. fold it in half like but this. But there's a play, you have to do your the wings in a certain way. Yeah, so I'm doing the wing right for here. For maximum. Um, Velocity. Yes. Is this it? Velocity, is it but, not velocity? Um, okay. Is yeah. this right? Yes, that's good. Right, that's so pretty let me, good. Let me get my wing. I'm going to add a little bit of uh, wind resistance. Of here course, yeah. All right, you've got to have this. that. Let's see if it because I I used to not be very good at this. Can you imagine? No. <laughs> I couldn't even make a paper airplane as a kid. All right. Could you make an origami? Okay. I have no idea what that is, okay. and I'm not sure you're allowed to say that. <laughs> Okay, what, you're aiming it towards me here. Well, where else right. am I going to aim it? Okay, right. ready? ready? Yeah, that wasn't very good. Yeah, not the best. Let's play MASH. Okay. I wonder if everybody played MASH. I know all of my friends did. It's like a rite of passage type yeah. of game. All right, I want you to drop the diagram and we're going to play. Okay. And I'm going to figure out in my next life, because I can't say in this life, of because course. I already have kids and a wife and a house and stuff like that. 
But in my next life, kid, okay. not kids. When you said kids, that threw me for a loop for a second. <laughs> and then we're going to see how my next life is going to turn okay. out. And All then we'll play, right. we'll play yours too. Hmm. It's an exciting game of MASH right. this morning. But maybe that might bring back some memories. And it might be fun. You know, everybody's in quarantine. It might be something you can do with your kids yeah. that they've never seen before. Yes. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So you know how some days you have a day and you know fairly early that it's not going to be your day. Yes. You know, I kind of had that feeling and I shared that with you early in the morning mm-hmm. yesterday. And just so you know, I'm not being negative because I had one of those days all day. Like everything that happened to me was yeah. not awful. Like it wasn't terrible. Just you know? headache-ish. It was like everything that could possibly be a disturbance or a problem uh-huh. happened. Yeah. And it was like 11.15 or 11.30 last night. And I'm finally like, what am I going to do? Because I wake up at 3.45. And I sat down and watched wrestling on TV, which was not a good idea. Did it help you go to sleep? No, I just wanted to sit up later. So finally at 12.15, I'm like, I guess I better go to bed. Oh, man. I'll get three and a half hours of sleep. Nap today. Yeah, I think so. But so some of the stuff that happened, you know, it's just like little drama stuff that adds up. And then it becomes kind of heavy as the day goes on. Kai was wanting to up the GPU on his computer, his computer he plays his games on. So I'm researching that. And sometimes what you learn on websites is that the advice they give you is not good advice. So it was telling me to disable some drivers for the monitor, right? The display driver. And as soon as I hit that, I thought maybe I shouldn't have hit that because the monitor went black and now I can't get it to come back up at all. And, And this happened around what time? Oh, I did that probably around three and I was fixed. uh, It's not fixed. (gasps) And he kept like, he even started to feel bad for me because at first it was like, dad, when's it going to be ready? And then he realized, because I had to, you know, you know, it's bad. You know, I'm concentrating when I put on my Walmart readers. Oh, and I had all my serious. Walmart readers and I was reaching inside the computer trying to figure all this. Don't talk stuff to dad when he has on his readers. Dude, that is when you know to leave me alone. Cause I'm, I'm trying hard. Right. And at the end of the night, he was being really sweet. He's like, dad, it's okay. You don't have to fix it tonight. We can try again tomorrow. Do you know what he really wanted to say? What? Probably something he shouldn't have. Like, thanks a lot, dad. Thanks a lot. Oh, I don't want to hear that because it is my fault, but it's actually the fault of a website I was reading that told me the wrong information, Mm. but that's what happens. So here, here we are today. It's November the 11th. Veterans Day. I'm going to cross my fingers and hope that today is a better day. Because guess what? Tomorrow is in the past. No, no. Wait. Yesterday's in the past. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And just a heads up if you heard us talking a little bit ago about playing MASH, Kelly has drawn us the diagram for MASH. So if you're, I don't know, maybe you've never heard of it or never played it, um, you can go and check this out on my social media in just a few minutes. And basically, you get to choose. You know, your future partner, your future career, your future car, your child's name, your future city, your pet, all these different things. And if you didn't know, this is something we used to do in elementary school when we were younger. If you've never heard of it, and it's just something that we did. We didn't have phones, so we did stuff with paper and pens and pencils and that kind of thing. So, Elementary school? Yeah. I probably should have stopped that before Aww. high school. Should have. <laughs> 
I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. 30-year-old firefighter Joel from Haines City, Florida, was caught on surveillance switching barcodes on packs of Pokemon gaming cards at Walmart. Oh. Well, he took the barcode stickers from lower-priced Pokemon cards and placed them on more valuable packs, no. then took them to the self-checkout. No. A loss prevention officer confronted Joel before he could leave the store and then called the police. Authorities say he planned to flip the cards to make extra money because he's been struggling financially. But after the ordeal, the city police chief came out to say that help is just a phone call away. If you're struggling, there are tons of resources available. But as public safety employees, we are expected to act in a manner worthy of the respect our communities show us. So Joel, the firefighter, is facing a theft charge. But speaking of Pokemon cards... Why should you never get undressed in front of a Pokemon? Ooh, I I have no idea. They might they might peek at you. <laughs> oh no. And there's even more proof that people are crazy. Country music news. Country music news. On Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so there are rumors out today of drama with Florida Ooh. Georgia Line. So here's what we know. We told you already that Tyler Hubbard has COVID-19, and he had to um, cancel his appearance mm-hmm. at tonight's CMA Awards. Okay, that's number one. What we didn't realize was that there's been some political discussions between Tyler Hubbard and Brian Kelly, and maybe these guys are on separate sides of where they align politically. Mm. So all of a sudden, people have figured it out. The celebrity sleuths have figured out that Tyler Hubbard and his wife, Haley Hubbard, have both unfollowed Brian Kelly from Florida Georgia Line. What? It's their bandmate. They co-write everything together. Yeah. And now they don't follow each other on social media anymore. Is there something to that? Some people are speculating that these issues might cause problems for the entire band. What's going to happen with Florida Georgia Line? We'll keep our eyes on that. So, Brandon, I have a little update on our friend Michael Ray. Now, we know Michael Ray from this song right here. I want to kiss you in the parking lot, under the moonlight, kiss you running red lights, baby, set the mood right, just like everything you're doing to me right now is making me crazy. Now, Michael and Carly Pierce were married for just a minute, and Carly filed for divorce about four months ago, saying she didn't want to, but it was like last resort, all this kind of stuff. So it looks as if Michael Ray has moved on. A 22-year-old girl shared some photos from her Halloween celebrations last month. Someone found them, of course, but it included two different couples' costumes. So Michael is in them with her. One night, there are a couple dressed as a Disney princess Ariel and Prince Eric, and Michael is giving her a big smooch on the forehead. And in another photo, they're together in this purge-themed costume. Well, here's the deal, Brandon. What? Guess who the girl is? Who? Her name is Tyler Reese Tritt. Oh, no. Yes, sir. Travis Tritt's 22-year-old daughter. Oh, no. And she's a rising singer-songwriter herself. But what do you think oh, Travis Tritt thinks about Michael Ray making moves on his daughter? I can see that. Again, Michael Ray looks like he has moved on. So tonight, the CMA Awards are on ABC. They start at 7 o'clock. They're going to start with the tribute to Charlie Daniels, done by Jason Aldean, Dirk Bentley, Brothers Osborne, Ashley McBride. They're all going to be there doing that. The show is hosted tonight by Darius Rucker and Reba McIntyre. Performers really include just about everybody in country music. And all of these performers will be in one location as long as they uh, test negative for COVID-19. Socially distant tonight, but it is the CMA Awards, 7 o'clock tonight, 
on ABC. You can check out the preview, check out the presenters, all the information on the nominees. It's all up this morning on the Brandon Baxter in the Morning blog. That's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show. Brandon Baxter in the Morning. We played MASH. You guys are saying on social media that you played MASH Mm -hmm. as well. So I made Kelly play, (laughs) and I don't know what her options are. I gave them to you. Is this it? Oh, gosh, I need a light. Yeah, you do. Uh, where's Thomas Rhett? We need an eye doctor. I do need an eye doctor for sure. Uh, let's see here. Mash. Let me go ahead and talk about the guy choices she had. Channing Tatum, Robert Downey Jr. Or Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Those those will work. Yeah. Okay. Those are good guy choices. The, the future profession could be a (laughs) tennis player, a dolphin trainer, or a professional Bob Sledder. (laughs) Her vehicles, Honda Accord, Range Rover, or a truck. Her kids' names. Uh, could be, if she had kids, according to MASH, Hallie, Cade, or Benjamin, which is spelled incorrectly. Uh, the city she would live in, Hot Springs, Jonesboro, or somewhere on a beach. So thank you very much, Dirks. Uh-huh. And uh, the animal she would have at home could be a dolphin, a sloth, or a koala. I want a pet sloth so bad. Well. <laughs> Actually, I have three, my kids. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to do the circle. All right, you tell me when to stop. Okay, stop. One, two, three, four, five. All right, it's five. That's yes. the number I'm working with. We'll have the results of Kelly's oh, game goodness. of MASH here in just a few moments. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, we're checking in on Kelly's game of MASH. Let's figure out what Kelly's life will be like. <laughs> All right, so Kelly will live in an apartment. All right. She will be married to Channing Tatum, though. Oh, well, that's good. While driving her Honda Accord, oh. living somewhere on a beach. Okay. Working as a professional bobsledder. <laughs> on a beach. With a new child. I don't get that. <laughs> with a new child named Hallie. Hallie. And her her animal of choice will be a sloth. Oh, I get a sloth. So you did kind of okay. All right. If you want to play MASH, you can go grab our MASH board. It's up on my socials if you want to go check it out. Brandon on KFIN on Instagram and Twitter and on Facebook It's Brandon Baxter on the radio. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today, Wednesday, November the 11th of 2020. Local birthdays, local celebrities, here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Justin McFarland of Jonesboro. Erica Page is celebrating today as well. Faye Williams of Jonesboro. Larry Haygood has a birthday. Christopher Irvin is celebrating. Terry Riney Sr. of Pocahontas, happy birthday. David Carnes, happy birthday. VJ Roberts of Jonesboro. Adam Kane of Jonesboro celebrates. Lindsay Simmons. From Paragould has a birthday today, and Paul Glenn McCutcheon is celebrating as well. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say happy birthday to all y'all, and you celebrate with these celebrities. Ty Sheridan is 24. That's Wade Watts in Ready Player One. He's also Cyclops in X-Men Apocalypse. Let's see, Corinne Olympios is 28. She's known from being on The Bachelorette. She was the the bad girl, the villain. Yes. Yeah, the heel. Yeah. Yes. 
Adam Rippon is 31. He's an Olympic figure skater, skater and winner of Dancing with the Stars. Let's see. Vinny uh, Guadagnino from Jersey Shore. I'll go with that. Is 33. Mark Sanchez, former NFL quarterback, is 34 today. Calista Flockhart is 56 from Allie McBeal. Demi, Demi Moore is 58 today. And hang on, hang on. On her just for a second. Yes. There was a point in time. Yes. Where she was my crush. Was it when she did um, the movie about being a dancer? Let's go on to the next that was, one. That was an easy no, one. No, that is not. It was when she showed up in Charlie's Angels. Oh, I thought it was when she shaved her head for G.I. Jane. Ooh, I did like that one, too. Yeah. Dude, that was awesome. She was awesome. Yeah, she was bad. Okay. Yeah. All right, and happy birthday today to Leonardo DiCaprio, who is the tender age of 46. Happy birthday, Leonardo DiCaprio. I guess we almost... Have to play. We must. You think? Yes. Titanic, Jack. This always makes me upset, though. Why's that? There was enough room on the piece of door for him to stay on. Yeah, she's done with him. She's just done. I see it. When I went to all my raves, this Jack, is one of the songs I want you to draw I me like one of your French girls. Wearing this. What all is right. this? Wearing only this. Can I ask you something? Have you ever seen Titanic? Brandon. No. You haven't seen it? It's too long, man. If it came oh out on two VHS gosh. tapes, there's no way I have that much energy to watch that long of a movie. WrestleMania, three VHS tapes, I'm good. <laughs> Titanic on two, ain't happening. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club, which is powered by Family Zinc. We appreciate you guys getting your day started with us. We have a special guest on the phone this morning who is, I guess, waking up in Music City. Am I right? That is correct. Aaron Enderlin joins us on the phone this morning. How is Nashville this morning? Well, you know, it's been great so far. So tell us about uh, <laughs> how you ended up, I guess, coming from Arkansas, uh, growing up in Conway, and ended up in Nashville. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I fell in love with country music at a very early age. Uh, I especially loved my Papa's uh, record collection, and it was a big deal having to wait till he got home from work and pick out the record and all that good stuff. And he listened to folks like Johnny Cash, and um, I just fell in love with the music really early and started writing and performing in high school and uh, ended up getting accepted to college right outside of Nashville. So moved over and uh, kept writing and I was lucky enough to actually during my senior year of college, Alan Jackson cut a song that I had written um, called Monday morning church. That's crazy. And so I got to go in straight. So tell me, tell me about making music. Tell me about that writing experience. When you go to Nashville, so many people move there with the dreams of having opportunity, you know, it's kind of like the land of country music opportunity. Uh, so you move sure. there. How do you like? How do you even get started and find your way into writing sessions? Yeah, well, you know, I actually wrote that song with another Arkansan, Brent Baxter, who's from Y'all's Neck of the Woods, yeah. um, and we wrote it 
when I was home on Christmas break one year, I'd met him at a show in Little Rock. And, um, but in Nashville, you know, I guess I was lucky because I went to school there at MTSU, Middle Tennessee State, for the recording industry. So there were a lot of other students that were interested in the same sort of thing. So that's where I started uh, co-writing. And then, you know, it's funny how small the world is in so many ways. And the music business in Nashville isn't much different. And just met so many great people there. There's a lot of uh, songwriter nights and um, some different organizations in town that offer different programs that um, they might have someone come talk or a group of writers get together and uh, kind of workshop each other's songs. So there's a lot of opportunities to meet other folks that love the same stuff you do. So how do you get a song to Alan Jackson? I wouldn't imagine, you know, it's real easy to uh, get a song to somebody who truly is a country legend. Yeah. And Alan's definitely capable of writing his own song. So uh, it was really an an honor uh, to have him record that. I started working with uh, a publisher when I was in college and he did a couple of demos on me, which means we went in the studio and recorded five songs that I'd written. Um, And then he started pitching them around town. And that song had actually been on hold for a couple of different artists. And uh, he had pitched it to Keith Spiegel, who produced Alan and some other artists. And Keith really liked the song. And he was out to lunch with Alan and said, when we're done, I want to play a song for you when we get back to the office and played him the song. And, the rest is history. So, um, but had a great, great first publisher. His name was Jeff Carlton. And, and so he's the one who was out there knocking on all the doors, including Alan. Let's talk about when you get the call, Hey, guess what? Alan Jackson wants to cut that song. What does that even feel like? You know, it, there's a lot of moments like that that feel really surreal. Um, like maybe you're watching a movie or, or something. Right. Um, but it was definitely awesome. So I was looking through your bio and it's not just like a song that you've written for Alan Jackson. Like you've been writing music and a bunch of different huge country stars have picked up songs that you've written or co-written. Yeah, I've been really lucky. Um, Leanne Womack put out another one of mine called Last Call and uh, Terry Clark, Luke Bryan, and even my hero that I grew up listening to, Reba McIntyre, cut one. Yeah, How long wow. ago? She's awesome. I always say that because I saw her in concert in Jonesboro, gosh, probably about 2007 or 2008. She is one of the mm-hmm. absolute best stage performers to where you can understand her emotion through every movement on stage. She's tremendous. Oh, yeah. She definitely, she's uh, very emotive. Yeah, and I love that. I love that about her, and that's why I think when you watch her, she just kind of captivates you with uh, with what she does on stage. I want to give you or give our audience a sneak peek at one of the songs that you have out right now. It's called "I Can Be Your Whiskey." Let me give you a sneak peek, Rick, uh, real quick. It's Aaron Enderlin. Lucky strike I can be 
song come from? I wrote that uh, my buddy Sarah Siskind and I've just had the little germ of an idea and uh, I don't remember where I got the little hook but we just started talking back and forth and that's how I love to write just kind of in the moment and uh throwing ideas around. One of the guys that we are good friends with is Barrett Baber. He lives up near Nashville now as well. Oh yeah. So it's kind of crazy because we had him in studio and he was like, sometimes I just write down a song title and then I try to figure it out. Sometimes I have this beat and I just start, you know, making these different sounds and trying to see what sounds right with that beat. Is there a Mm -hmm. typical way that you do that? Or is it kind of just whatever hits you in the moment? I definitely write down the ideas I've got. Now, you know, we have phones that we keep, everything in so i have a list of ideas and also my little voice memo recorder i'll have just things that i never hope no one else ever hears because it's me (laughs) just you know trying to come up with the beginnings of a song um and so sometimes you know like i've written a song i've seen something on a billboard the the luke bryan song i had recorded i saw something on a billboard it said you don't know jack and i was like how is that not a country song right um, and sometimes I've read a book that made me think about an emotion or feeling or a story. Um, so there's a lot of different ways to come about it. And then I kind of, I like to call it snowballing, but I like to just kind of carry the idea around with me and, uh, just let the experiences of maybe movie I see or a uh, conversation I have with a friend kind of start to pull together around that idea And then sometimes you sit down with a co-writer and maybe they have a great idea going or maybe they have a little piece of a melody that they are really digging and it just connects with an idea for you. Um, But I like a lot of songs I do write from the top down, which is a little different. And so I just try to find a, a first line that really grabs my attention and then develop the story from there. And I figure if the story can keep my attention. It might keep the listener's attention too. Aaron Enderlin joins us on the phone this morning, direct from Nashville. Hey, you're coming back to Arkansas for an event in uh, just about 10 days from right now, Saturday, November the 21st. Tell us about uh, where you're going to be playing and what that show is going to be like. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to be in Wilson, Arkansas, and I played there about a year or so ago, Uh, but it is just the coolest town, and they're having a big event called Shop Square and uh, going to be getting a lot of Christmas shopping done that day, during the day. And then afterwards, uh, the Wilson Theater, Austin Moody is going to be opening up. And then I'm going to play with my trio. And uh, it's going to be it's gonna be great. They've got it all worked out. So it's social distance, um, you know, very COVID-friendly for the times. Uh, but get to take a break and make some music and... Um, I'm really looking forward to it. I always love coming back to Arkansas, especially to play. 
If people want to get more information on that show or just basically find out more about you and listen to more of your music, where are the best spots to find you online? Yeah, I'm on all the social media. If you're on Instagram, it's Aaron Enderlin, Facebook, Aaron Enderlin Music, or uh, my website, AaronEnderlin.com. And for this particular show, they can also check out Visit Wilson on Instagram. Well, awesome. It's going to be great to have you back in Arkansas. Awesome. Well, I can't wait. All right. Again, that show's coming up on Saturday, November the 21st at the Wilson Theater, Wilson, Arkansas. Aaron Enderlin on the phone with us this morning. And thanks for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. All right. Have a great day. You too. Brandon Baxter in the morning. It's also the K-Fine Breakfast Club, which is powered by Families, Inc. And we have Joe Cook from Sissy's Log Cabin on with us this morning. He is a country music connoisseur. Kevin. Yeah. What Really? Morning, Joe. I guess you'd call it, you'd call it that. I think so. How are you this morning? Man, everything's great. Everything's great. It's a new day and it's gonna be it's gonna be a good one. I wanna give you the heads up. Tonight is the CMA Awards on ABC, okay? Seven o'clock is the start time. All the big country stars are gonna be there. And I wanna get your pick on Entertainer of the Year, okay? Oh, boy. All right, here we go. I'm going to play them for it's you. It's easy. It's easy. You tell me who you think is going to win Entertainer of the Year tonight at the CMAs. Okay. No problem. Five nominees. Luke Combs. I'm in love. Loving on you. Carrie Underwood is nominated. We should be drinking alone together. Eric Church. Get in your country song. Miranda Lambert's nominated. And Keith Urban. So again, it's Luke Combs, Carrie Underwood, Eric Church, Miranda Lambert, Keith Urban. Who wins tonight? Carrie Underwood. I think so. Hey, Joe. So also hosted by Darius Rucker, Reba. They're going to do all kinds of tributes. Charlie Daniels. They're going to do a tribute to Joe Diffie. So all of that tonight on TV, 7 o'clock on ABC. Joe Cook, Sissy's log. woke me up this morning at 5 o'clock going to the gym telling me about the CMA, so I bet I'll be watching. Oh, yep. Wait, she was going to the gym at 5 o'clock? Yeah, yeah. What is she thinking? I think you've talked about this before, how we're not early people. No, like I have to wake up at 345, but there's no way I feel like working out at that Mm -hmm. time. No, uh uh-uh. No, not me either. That takes a special type of human. Yes. It does. And she's pregnant, so it makes it even better. Oh, my goodness. What is wrong with her? She's a machine. (laughs) Joe, she is just trying to get away from you. (laughs) What are you doing, Joe? We all know that. (laughs) I'm going to work out at five. He's about to wake up. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, what's happening with Uh, Sissy's Log Cabin? Y'all have some stuff going on? Yeah, so we've got a we've had our fiftieth anniversary going on, and uh, we've uh, decided uh, that we're going to do a food drive uh, for the Northeast Arkansas Food Bank. And we have this giant box set up in our uh, set up in the uh, showroom. And basically, what we're doing is anyone that brings by ten cans of food, or you can donate ten dollars. Okay. You can donate as much as you want, but for every ten cans or every ten dollars. We put you in for a chance to win uh, the 50th anniversary Lagos bracelet that was created just for us this year. Oh, wow. And that bracelet is $1,700. So you mean to tell me so, for 10 for ten cans of food, I have the chance to win something that could be a great Christmas gift? Absolutely, 100%. He'll be there and in 30 the, minutes. And the great thing about <laughs> it is, too, is we're doing this in every store, not just 
not just one bracelet overall through all five of our stores. We're doing a bracelet per store. Oh, that's cool. even better. So, like, it, to me, it's the ultimate so it's, deal because it's it's seventeen hundred bucks. I can go to my wife and say, "Hey, look," and it's a a box from Sissies, which she's going to know that you know I got something good quality right mm-hmm. there, and then she's going to think I spent the money, but I really just gave you ten cans. <laughs> That's right. And everything that we, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like this is perfect. Uh, but the great thing about it is too, all the money donations uh, that we get, uh, we're basically just going to present that to uh, the food bank whenever we're done. And we're going to run that through the rest of this week. You know, you hear a lot of people talk about how, uh, you know, the pandemic has affected so many people. There are going to be more people in need and in need of food this holiday season mm-hmm. than probably ever before. That is 100% true. And the need in Northeast Arkansas every year is pretty strong. And we talk about you know these events around the holidays, and you hear about all these people who, who would like that help or who need that help, and they want to be able to feed their family. But this year with the pandemic, it's totally different. And you guys are making it easy for people to come by and have the chance to win something really special that nobody else is going to be able to go out and just buy, right? Yeah, and I mean, if, if, you know, there's so many people that have probably never even – laid eyes or been in that food bank that we have in Jonesboro. And it, I mean, it is an operation. I mean, and you can just, you can just see it and you can just tell how many people really, really need what they do in this community. And, uh, there's nothing else in this just trying to, you know, give it back to the community and trying to do something special for, you know, for them. And I just think it's a, it's a great idea. And I hope that, you know, I can succeed and, like I say, it's 10 cans, $10, or donate as much as you want. So, And again, the deadline to do that is what? That'd be, we're uh, running it through this week. All right. Stop by Sissy's so, Log Cabin. Yeah, at the end of this week. Sissy's Log Cabin on Parkwood. Anything else going on in the store? If I need some gift ideas for the holidays, you got me some stuff? Yeah, we got it covered, man. You know that. We always got you covered. <laughs> and if you want to find out more, <laughs> the website is probably the easiest place to go and connect with everything, right? That's right. And if, if, uh, another thing, you know, people with the, you know, with, with the COVID and everything else, if I have a lot of people that'll pull up out of the parking lot, they need me to come out there. I'll do that too. You don't have to come in the store. I'll come to you if I need to. There you go. Sissy's log com to find out more about all the stuff they have for the holidays. And again, Joe cook joins us and congratulations to you and the family on a 50 year deal, man, a 50th anniversary. That's Thank really you. cool. Yes, sir. I appreciate it very much. Y'all have a good day. All right. Tell everybody we said hi, man. I'll do it. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Joe. It's Joe Cook, Sissy's Log Cabin on the K-Fine Breakfast Club, which is powered by Families, Inc. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club powered by our friends at Families, Inc. Counseling Services. We have our friend, Carrie White, on the phone this morning from the Jonesboro Regional Chamber of Commerce. Good morning, Miss Carrie. Good morning, Brandon and Kelly. Good morning. How are you this morning? Oh, I'm just peachy. I'm sitting out on my on my deck or my patio looking out at the Sage Meadows golf course, but I don't see any golfers yet this morning. <laughs> a little bit early for that? Uh, probably a little bit chilly. You ever see anything crazy out there? All the time. You ever had anybody uh, pee on your fence? No, I don't have a fence. <laughs> but no. Nobody, nobody, nobody. Did you do that, that to somebody? Sure. <laughs> I've just heard <laughs> stories. Oh. Yeah. Right? I don't know yeah, if it happens ha- here. I don't have the fence, and I don't have a tree, so there's no place for the guys to go, you know. <laughs> How long have you lived out there? Oh, gosh. Ever since I moved back home, 20 years. Oh, wow. That's crazy. So tell yeah. me, with uh, the Jonesboro Regional Chamber of Commerce, I would assume, just like everybody, the pandemic has 
kind of changed up how you guys have to operate a little bit, right? Yeah, you know, we miss we miss seeing our members. Um, you know, we're used to having two or three events a month and and seeing everybody, getting people together, planning projects and events, and you know, it's just kind of you know that you know that saying that have y'all seen the one that says pray for the huggers the struggle is real yes <laughs> yeah is. that's how yeah that's how we feel you know so we're just anxious for everybody to mask up and get this over with and and uh, get back to business so tell me about the the chamber of commerce for somebody who either is a business that isn't a part of the chamber or maybe there's a new business coming to town somebody's thinking about opening a business What's uh, so great and what's the reason to join the Chamber of Commerce in Jonesboro? Because we invest back into the community. We help you promote your business. Um, We give you opportunities to share your business with other people. We all know that relationships are what's important when you're doing business. I don't care if it's manufacturing or retail or or whatever it is. And um, we just try to, everything that we do and all of our committees do is about um, building a better community and building a better place to do business. And uh, we feel like we have a long history of offering programs and seminars and support um, that are well worth your, your investment in the Chamber of Commerce. If people want to find out more about the chamber, where's the best spot to get information? Maybe they're not a member yet. If they're not a member, they need to call me. What the heck? Uh, <laughs> just call me, man. Um, call me at, at the chamber at 932-6691, and we will get you hooked up. See, here's what I love about Carrie. You can tell she wants to match the energy this morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm trying so hard. She said that right before we came on. I got to match your energy. So here we are. Tell me about the glass dash that you guys are doing. Okay. This is, this is something that we can do safely. And this is one of the examples of what we try to do at the chamber to help our community. Some people are really confused about everything that you can recycle in Jonesboro and what you can put in your, in your blue uh, bin you know, and put on the curbside and what you can't. So we're really, our Green Business Committee really tries to help businesses understand what what all you can recycle. You know, we all want to leave a better better earth than the one we, we found. So the glass bash is something that we're trying to do to raise awareness that you really can recycle glass in Jonesboro. You just can't put it in your blue bin. Right. So we're going to do a drive-through recycle at the chamber, and you bring your glass. Just just bring it. Don't worry about if you think it, it can be recycled or not. We'll mm-hmm. worry about that after you bring it. Gotcha. But the reason you can't put it in your blue bin is because um, it's dangerous for the, you know, for the workers when they're separating out what's in your blue bin. Right. So Abilism Limited takes it all the time. You could take it out there or Legacy Landfill. But there's a company um, that's helping sponsor our event, and they're called Ripple Glass. And um, so what happens is when you take your glass to Abilities Unlimited or to Legacy Landfill, they put it in this big, huge 
bin container, a huge one. And when it gets full, then the Liberty Glass people come and get it and take it and recycle it. Gotcha. So um, we're just trying to raise awareness, and and we want everybody to clean out their their cabinets, all the old um, pickle jars and (laughs) and stuff like that, and even you know even old glasses that you're tired of, you know, uh, drinking glasses, you know. Anything in the office, y'all know how that gets in your kitchen in the office. Oh yeah, you, you, it gets they get so piled in there that you can't even open the cabinet doors. You know, so Carrie, there's anyway. stuff in this building that's been here for probably thirty years. I guarantee you, there's stuff here that's been here thirty years. Oh, I'm sure. I remember that building when when there wasn't anything out there. That wasn't <laughs> even really like a place. I, I mean, it was like out in the country. Well, right? it's still the same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, anyway, we just want everybody to to load up a box and drive through the chamber parking lot from three to six. Um, clean out your cabinets, and um, if you bring your own cup, because we're so green, yeah, we will fill it with some hot chocolate or some apple cider. Your choice. That's awesome. Just because you brought glass. And it's all happening tomorrow, right? It's all happening tomorrow. um, And uh, we've got tons of volunteers that will be out there. Um, You ring a big bell when you you put the glass in to the dumpster. And then if you want something to drink, we'll be happy to give you some hot chocolate or apple cider. Hey, it's Carrie White, the Jonesboro Regional Chamber of Commerce. Hey, we appreciate, you know, all the work that you guys do to spread the word. I get the emails every day about things that are going on and new businesses coming to town. And I think it's cool yeah. that you guys are working so hard to get information out there and help business. Yeah. And, and I, I want to give a plug for all of our businesses in Jonesboro to all of the folks out there in, in, in the Cape Fine listening area. You know, just like Joe said uh, from Sissy's, everybody's open for business. Yeah. Everybody is accommodating um, you can you can come shop, do your Christmas shopping. You can feel safe. Um, most everybody will do curbside. Yep. All you got to do is call them or look on their website and make your order. And just don't forget that shopping in Jonesboro is good for all of us. Yeah, it 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 is the the dollars that it generates that turn over in our economy are so important for all of us. And so I just want to welcome everybody to come to Jonesboro and do their Christmas shopping this year. Well, I think that's awesome of you. And I also think that we should say, because, you know, we are out in stores every day and in restaurants every day around here. I mean, 99% of people have masks on every mm-hmm. time they walk past you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, people really are doing their part. There might be a few who don't want to. But for the most part, mm-hmm. this city's doing fantastic. Agreed. 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 Y'all are awesome. I appreciate you. We appreciate you too. Carrie White, the Jonesboro Regional Chamber of Commerce. Enjoy Sage Meadows, and we'll see you hopefully at some point soon, okay? I hope so. Bye. All right. Bye, Carrie. It's the K-Fine Breakfast Club, powered by Families, Inc. Brandon Baxter in the morning. It's also the K-Fine Breakfast Club, which is powered by Families, Inc. More from local events and businesses coming up here in just a few minutes. Don't forget tonight's CMA Awards. 7 o'clock, ABC. Luke Combs is up for Entertainer of the Year. I want to run through the Entertainer of the Year nominees for Mm -hmm. you. It'll be the final award of the night. And I want you to tell me who you think will win, okay? Okay. I'm going to run through the list. We have Luke Combs, as we just mentioned. Carrie Underwood is nominated. 
Eric Church. Miranda Lambert is nominated. And Keith Urban. Who I think is going to win is going to be Luke Combs. Who I want to win is Keith Urban. Really? Yeah. You love the album. I just love the album. I think, yeah, he's brilliant. So also, I want to mention, uh, again, the CMA Awards tonight, hosted by Darius Rucker mm-hmm. and Reba. And all the performers are going to be there. The first time country all comes together in one venue, socially distant. Uh, they're going to have tables, almost like, uh, what's the award show where they all sit at tables? Like the Golden Globes? Yeah, something mm-hmm. like that. But they're all going to be eight feet apart. So mm-hmm. a couple of cancellations. Lee Bryce is out. Uh, Florida Georgia Line Tyler Hubbard had to postpone or say he can't be there because of COVID-19. So we'll watch that on TV tonight. Also throughout the day, if you want to play MASH, we just posted our MASH board. Uh, this is a deal where you pick, uh, as Kelly has it, future partner. What does that say? Future career. career, future car, future child's name, future city, and future pet. Here's the deal. I so want to fill this out right now, but I'm afraid my wife might get mad. Can I avoid the future partner part? You can just put Leslie, Leslie, Leslie. No, but that is not how you because play this game. Because sometimes when we were in school, if our our elementary boyfriends would get mad if we put someone else's name. So we would just put our our boyfriends three times. Over and over again? Yes, it was just it was just for the sake of the game. I am but not, we knew. I am not childish like way. that. But I'm going to see if my wife would get mad at me. <laughs> Does that sound childish? I'm not talking. Because otherwise I'll fill this out. But I don't want her to judge me. Like, if it's judgment-free, then I'll play. Well, that's not going to happen. But I know. She'll judge. You judged me. Oh, no, I don't. Hi, Leslie. Hello. Hi, Leslie. Hi. Why did you sound so mad when you answered the phone? I said hello. She thought it was you, and then she figured out it was me, and then she got happy. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that's great. That. Also, you're live. Hey, Kelly, good morning. Hey. Oh, thanks. You're live, by the way. Good morning. So hey. do you remember when you were younger, um, you know, last year or so, uh, playing MASH when you were younger, the game? Kind of. So it was the one where you could pick mansion, apartment, shack house, and then you do all the other stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Would you get mad at me if I did this game on the radio today or on my social media today? No, I could probably fill out all those links for you. Exactly. I know I could too. Okay. Let's do it that way. <laughs> me and Leslie fill out your blanks. No, no, you're not. You both can't fill out my blanks. <laughs> we'll just let Leslie fill out my blanks. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. So future partner, future wife, what would it be? This is only... If something tragic were to happen. Of course, this is, this is, it's just for fun. It's just, it's just a game. So you can't be a part of this because this is in my next life. Yeah. So what, what, are we doing this as of like now or who would his three choices be? If I were to play today. Today. Yes. Okay. Are you ready? Yep. Ready. Jana Kramer. Got it. Okay. That is number one. She can be all three. And that is number two. (laughs) She can be all three. Okay. No, she can't be all three. Give me another one. Um, mm. Trish Stratus. Oh, (laughs) she listens. (laughs) Oh, she's amazing. We're going to put Trish Stratus. All right, Leslie, you come up with the last one. 
Um, gosh, this is a disaster. I don't know. Kelly, just finish it. Jana's all I got. Carrie Underwood. Oh, my gosh. What are y'all even doing? All right, your future car, Brandon. This is going to take pick. an hour and a half, you I can tell. She just woke up. <laughs> this get, is... I'm going to let you pick future car. Okay, Maserati. Oh, gosh. They still make those? I don't think so. Lamborghini <laughs> Diablo. No, put a Pinto. Because it's it makes it more fun. Yeah, it's more fun if you okay. have a disaster yeah. on it. Yeah. Uh, and then what would my other one be? You want to put a truck so you feel cool? Uh, no, I don't want to put a truck. I want to put... Um, you have a truck. An ambulance. An, an, oh, my. All right. Oh. All right. What future city do you want Here's to what we're going to do, Kelly. We are going to continue this <laughs> in just a few moments. Because you I, mean you don't want to do this on air? I'm just afraid that my brain is not. It feels like my wife's brain today. Just go ahead and pick out of oh. my. No, I didn't mean that bad. I promise I didn't mean that bad. I am happy wow. anywhere with you. I promise. Aw. Right. it's blake and gwen on arkansas's morning show it's brandon baxter in the morning brandon baxter in the morning thanks for having us on this morning i believe i have my mash board filled out do i have everything filled out (laughs) what are you laughing about i just some of these are serious and some of them are not as serious but that's what makes the game of mash fun right and so if you want me to go ahead and and mash mash me yes we can do that go ahead and do it okay so basically, Start your circle. All right. Tell me when to stop. Okay. I'm not going to look. I'm closing my eyes. Okay. It's going to take a really long time if I have to count this. Oh, many. start the circle over then. Okay. Stop. Okay. All right. How many did you get? Four. Four. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Two, three. Just, you got to right. go faster You're not going to get a Maserati. Okay. Go faster than this. Okay. There's that. Oh, okay. We keep going. And, Oh. There's that. And okay. keep crossing out things. It looks like. Tell me my life as I go looks forward. Like, all right, here we go. Okay. Are you ready to hear your life? Your next life. All right. Some of these are serious. Some of these are, you know, meant to be not as serious. Here is my future life. Brandon, you will be married to Trish Stratus. I'm good with that. You will live in an apartment. That's fine if Trish is there. I'll be happy anywhere. Um, it looks like you're living in an apartment, but you're now a basketball player. Well, I'm very tall yes. and athletic. You drive a Pinto. Of course I do. You live in Bald Knob. I love Bald Knob. And you have a little girl named Lyric. And See, your future pet is a monkey. I love my next life. <laughs> Does that Are sound sure? bad? Does it sound bad? Really? An apartment, a basketball player. Yeah, that all sounds like a lot of fun. Sounds good. Can I up. can I have that life now? <laughs> Brandon Baxter in the morning. And this is the K Fine Breakfast Club, which is powered by Families Inc. And we're joined on the phone this morning by man's best friend. He is our best friend. He is the veterinarian of choice of the Brandon Baxter in the morning radio program. He is the man you need. He is Dr. Kevin Reed what? from Vet Care. What is happening? What's up, Good Doc? Good morning. Like a wrestling morning. show. That's what I do. I do big promos like that. Yeah. That's what I'm known for. <laughs> so how are you this morning? I'm doing great. What's happening next door? Because, I mean, we could walk over and see you, but Kelly never wants to. <laughs> yeah, I just wave at her out the window. I know. She always waves with uh, one finger, doesn't she? (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. That's just to you, Brandon. (laughs) Oh, my bad. Now, what's happening in the world of our pet population this week, Doc? You know, it's it's uh, we're going through that transition from warm, warm and hot weather to cooler and colder weather. So always keep that in mind. 
But I came up on an uh, an interesting uh, article about dogs and cats' whiskers. Okay. Whiskers. And they they all have them. Yeah. But, you know, unlike regular hair or human facial hair, these whiskers are very, they serve a very important function and they should never be trimmed or cut. You probably don't think about this, but a whisker is called a vibrissa and they're sensory organs that transmit important information to your brain or to the dog or cat's brain. Right. And so if you trim a dog's or cat's whiskers, that's like the equivalent of a temporary amputation because they use these whiskers to feel their surrounding area around their face and their eyes. And, you know, that that can be a protective feature. Um, It helps them sense their, you know, their tactile hairs and their sensory organs. And um, they're, these, these follicles, they, each one comes from an individual hair follicle, and the, but they're implanted three times deeper than the ordinary hair follicles. And these nerve endings are sensitive to touch and vibration. And, um, you know, there's uh, actually, this was kind of interesting, there's an actual law in Germany and Switzerland that prohibits cutting a pet's whiskers. Wow. Now, how is that enforceable? I don't know, but there is a law that that, uh, prevents that. And recently in in the dog showing world, you know, a lot of times whiskers are cut to make their head appear smoother. And, you know, some of these breed standards are are changing to where they uh, don't, you know, allow you to not cut the whiskers just because of of the function they they, have. the purpose that they serve, their function. So, you know, and then there's this interesting, this thing of whisker fatigue, especially in cats. And this, you know, if you've seen a cat's whiskers, they're usually longer than a dog's. I mean, my cat, its whiskers probably from one, from the left tip to the right tip is probably five to six inches. Oh, my gosh. So important thing to remember is if you're feeding your, your cat or dog in a small bowl, and or or their water bowl and their their heads down there for a period of time and the whiskers are constantly rubbing on the side of the of the bowl you know they may experience what's called whisker fatigue hmm. and it's just there's so much sensory information from the the touch and the vibration transmitted to their brain that that may discourage them from eating like they should. Oh wow. So the important take home message is to get a bigger bowl where their whiskers aren't constantly rubbing up against the side of the of the uh the feeding or water bowl and allow them to you know to eat normally but and and you know if you ever notice dogs and cats both love to have their whiskers on their muzzle uh kind of stroke petted and because of the pleasure that it it delivers to their brain since they are so so tactile uh oriented hmm. and uh, it's just it was real interesting to read the even in our domesticated dogs and cats, um, they probably still retain the same function and importance that it does in, in the wild ancestors, where they use them to detect objects in the dark uh, when they're sniffing around and, and you know and when there's low visible light to to just use those whiskers as a as a extra sensory organ. And we often don't think about that. 
So it is okay, because I've told Kai before, I knew they were more sensitive. I didn't know that cutting them is like an amputation, but like it is okay if you if you touch a whisker? Yeah, you know, a lot of, like I said, a lot of pets like that because it does deliver those, you know, there's some nerve endings at the end of that hair follicle, and those go directly nerve pathways to the brain. Hmm. And uh, apparently in that sensory portion of the brain, about 40% of it is is dedicated to that tactile touch of, of those whiskers. Okay. Learning something new every day right there. Again, he is the man you need. He is man's best friend. He is our best friend. He's the veterinarian of choice of the Brandon Baxter in the morning radio program. He is Dr. Kevin Reed from VetCare on Parker Road in Jonesboro. Find him on Facebook VetCare Jonesboro, or you can go to vet-care.com. Dr. Reed, we appreciate you as always. Hey, thank you. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Have a great week, man. You too. It's the K-Fine Breakfast Club, powered by Families, Inc. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club, which is powered by Families, Inc. We have a special guest on the phone, I believe, calling from school today. Ashley Tabor, welcome to the show. Good morning. How are you this morning? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing all right. You've been kicking butt lately? Uh, yes, sir. I will <laughs> tell you, she could kick yours. I know. Easy. First degree black belt. She can fight. I've seen it. She's, oh, it's awesome. Kind of scrappy a little bit. Yeah. So, uh, Ashley, are you at school right now? No, sir. I am not. <gasps> Ashley. Are you skipping? <laughs> I am not skipping. It is our virtual day. Oh, oh so kids love throwing around the word virtual now. Yeah, so she's skipping. Yeah, she's skipping. What do you do virtually? Oh, uh, our teachers just post assignments online, and then we have to complete them by eleven fifty nine tonight, and then oh. we show up tomorrow morning with it completed. So, is it like every other day, or how does that work? It's only on, so at Nettleton, it's only on Wednesdays. Some schools have other days. Yeah, but we chose Wednesdays. So if you go, if you choose to go in person, you're released at noon. And then you go virtual for the rest of the afternoon, but attendance is not necessarily mandated. So some people do go for a little bit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, so you're skipping school today. We know that. <laughs> <laughs> Does your dad know you're skipping school? He's probably the yeah. one that told you to skip oh, school. Oh, gosh, probably so. Do it, Ashley. <laughs> is he still working on cars and fixing stuff? Oh, yes, sir. Do you do that? Um. I'm not very good at it, but I did learn how to put washer fluid in my car. Hey, well, how go. about that? Could you change my oil? I could not. Yeah, I can't do that either. I can barely put <laughs> air in my tires. So anyway, the reason we're talking to Ashley Tabor today is because she's a part of the NEA Chain Reaction Youth Council, which is a group of high school students who are going out and wanting to make a difference and make an impact in our area. And, uh, you know, I've had the chance to work with the Chain Reaction Youth Council for a lot of years with the March of Dimes. And I always say at the end of uh, the deals that we do with you guys, I'm always so proud to see young people who want to go out and organize and do events and take charge because people like you are going to be the future people who are leading events in this city. Yes, sir. That's that's a main goal of ours is to get, uh, to get students and young people into the community because it's a big deal. I mean, there's a lot of people who need help, and us coming out and helping is just a great way to get us into the big real world. So a lot of times we talk about the Chain Reaction Youth Council with the Prom Fashion Show, which, you know, I, go, I mean, I've been hosting mm-hmm. that for a lot of years now. But coming up this weekend is an event that I haven't really heard a whole lot of, about as far as the experience of being able to deal with it, and that's a masquerade $5 jewelry sale. Tell me about this. 
Yes, sir. So it's going to be next Friday and next Saturday from 9 to 7 on Friday and 9 to 4 on Saturday. And these are the same people who do the jewelry sales with the hospitals here in NEA at St. Bernard's and at um, NEA Baptist. Yep. Um, so they have a really good mission statement there to help people help people. And so it's a great way for us to get out and about in our community as well as fundraise for backpack programs here in NEA because a portion of our proceeds are going to go to them. But we're going to have most of it, most if not everything is going to be $5. We were ranging from bracelets and necklaces to kimonos and scarves. And we even have dog accessories next weekend. Ooh, that's so that's cool. pretty cool. So you can Christmas shop and then you can also, you're giving to people that, that need help too. Yes. Yeah, so it's a great way to get done what you need to get done, but also give back to your community. Did you say kimonos? Yes. Kimonos. <laughs> you could buy one for your mom. Do you realize my mother is half Japanese and I used to wear a kimono on television? No, but then you can go buy one for five dollars next weekend. There you go. I bet I spent fifty bucks on the kimono I bought. Man. So well, that's a cool deal. So where's this okay. gonna be happening? The masquerade five dollar jewelry sale. It's gonna be at four hundred Southwest Drive. It's between the old come and go and pizza inn. Okay. Yeah, I know the spot. Mm-hmm. So yes, uh so that's gonna be happening coming up. Next weekend, let's mention prom fashion show because I know, you know, we typically do that in the uh, the early part of spring or the late part of winter, yes, like February, March-ish. Are you guys already starting to talk to potential models for the prom fashion show? We are. We're actually having interviews coming up in December. So they're December um, 3rd, 8th, and 10th, I believe. And yes, December 3rd, 8th, and 10th. And so um, prom fashion show is free to all of our models. It's really just a great way. To, for our community stores to get their name out there and get to their designs, but it's also a great way to fundraise for our community. Yeah. So this year we're looking to donate back into our community because they always provide us so well within doing this prom fashion show. So this year, 98% of our proceeds are going back into our community. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And that's a really fun event too. So if you've seen the photos and the videos and all the stuff over the years of people in the prom fashion show, high school students from all over K-Fine country in the prom fashion show, it is so much fun. Mm-hmm. And the deal that you really feel at the end of it is just the joy that everybody has where everybody came together. They've laughed. They've danced. They've been singing. They've been doing skits. And they've been raising money at the same time. So I guess yes, you'll sir. come back on to talk to us about those dates once we get closer, right? Yes, sir. All right. I'm going to call your teacher and tell your teacher that you're <laughs> skipping. All righty. I think they'll be okay with the. All right. I think they'll be okay with it. All they're right. pretty cool. All right. She's playing hooky. Hooky. Is what you have you ever heard that? <laughs> I'm sorry. Have you ever heard that playing hooky? Yes, I have done it before. Oh, oh, oh. well. I hope she your parents just, aren't listening. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. They play hooky with me all the time. All right, Ashley Tabor on with us this morning. She goes to Nettleton, but she's a part of the NEA Chain Reaction Youth Council. And again, the five dollar masquerade jewelry sale is happening next weekend on Southwest Drive, right between uh, the old Come and Go and Pete's Inn. Ashley, have a great day skipping school. <laughs> You too. I'm not skipping school. (laughs) Bye. Well, have a good day. (laughs) Bye. Bye. She really a black belt? Yes. I'm going to stop playing. Uh That ain't good. It's a K-Fine Breakfast Club powered by Families Inc. Brandon Baxter in the morning. It's Arkansas's morning show. We played a game of MASH earlier, the old game Mansion. What is it? Mansion, apartment, shack, house. Mm -hmm. We played that game and I have my results here and it's interesting. (laughs) I should have done Jana Kramer as all of my future marriages. But you can't do that. It's but you said I fair. couldn't do that. You have to do three different ones. So anyway, MASH. I was asking people on social media if they remembered playing this game because, I don't know, maybe people don't do this anymore. 
Uh, Amanda says, yes, yeah, sleepovers, inside mm-hmm. recess all yeah. the time. <laughs> inside recess, yeah. <laughs> we planned our future this way, she says. Uh, Tiffany says, I used to play all the time. Larry says, played this in study hall in high school. Uh, another Amanda says, I always played this in my free time at school. Sheena, hand up. So a lot of people <laughs> yeah. remember this. I thought I was just kind of crazy for that random memory driving down the road the other day. Yeah, people do remember. Ray Ann Cable says, I remember it and taught it to my 13-year-old a few years ago. And That's Ashley, great, <laughs> And Ashley Starn says, yep, she played it too. I'm going home at lunch today to play with Kai. You should. We'll it's going to be it's going to be tough for him though. Why? Cuz he's still like, ooh, girls, right? It's going to be hard for him to make his uh future wife list. All right. I want I want you to make yours too. Okay. And we'll reveal that coming up in a All right. All right. So Mash, if you want to check it out, if you don't remember it, if you're like, what in the world is he even talking about? It's up on Instagram, Brandon on KFIN. It's up on Twitter. Brandon on KFIN. And it's also up on my Facebook page. Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter on the radio. Brandon Baxter in the morning. It's Arkansas's morning show. Thanks for having us on today. And don't forget, if you ever miss any of our show, you can go and check it out on our podcast. It's the Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast. And it's available wherever you get podcasts. So there you go. You can also sample it on our website. If you've never listened to a podcast before, you're not exactly sure what to do. Just go to KFIN.com. You can find out more about that. Kelly Perry. What's on TV tonight? We are excited about the 54th annual CMA Awards tonight on ABC. Reba McIntyre, Darius Rucker are hosting, and I think everyone that we know and love is performing. Yeah, it's going to be a big night. I'm excited about it. Probably three hours of country Mm -hmm. music on TV tonight. Yeah. Uh, lots of premieres tonight. Chicago Med, The Mass Singer, um, I Can See Your Voice, SWAT, Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, and The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Also on Jimmy Kimmel tonight, we'll have Marin Morris. Hope you guys have a great day, and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.